0: You're listening to ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. Our guest today was awarded a six-year, multi-million dollar grant from the John D. and Catherine T. MacArthur Foundation to study leadership and healthy organizations. He has interviewed more than 250 CEOs and worked with organizations in more than 30 countries. He says that anxiety is a necessary and desirable feature of a successful leader. Welcome to the Clinician's Roundtable. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunt, your host, and with me today is Dr. Robert Rosen. Dr. Rosen is an internationally recognized psychologist, best-selling author, researcher, and CEO advisor to world-class companies. He's the founder, chairman, and CEO of Healthy Companies International, a Washington, D.C.-based research, education, and consulting firm whose mission is to partner with CEOs and executive teams to understand develop and lead people in building healthy and high-performing organizations. Welcome to ReachMD, Bob.
1: Happy to be here.
0: You know, most of us that have worked in medical settings realize that they're among the most unhealthy of all organizations. So we're curious to hear what you have to say.
1: It's been an interesting career that I've had. I'm a psychologist and a businessman, and I have been studying and advising top leaders around the world and have sat face-to-face now with about 250 CEOs in 35 countries. And the most successful ones have this great capacity to live and lead in a world of change, and their secret is that they use anxiety as a positive and powerful force in their lives. And that's really what the book is all about.
0: Which, of course, for those of us listening, that's a huge change for us because we're used to thinking of anxiety as just being a negative thing that we need to treat or medicate. But in your book, Just Enough Anxiety, you talk about many different faces of anxiety. Um, tell us about that.
1: Well, you know, for many of us, change and uncertainty is dangerous. And the logic goes something like this, it makes me anxious Anxiety is bad. It's a sign of weakness. I associate it with stress and fear and instability. I connect it to the mental health field. And I oftentimes don't feel I can understand it or manage it. So I do one of two things. I either deny and resist the change and uncertainty in my life, or I try to attack it or control it. And I refuse to see anxiety as a major source of energy, as a powerful and positive force that helps me solve problems or confront tough issues or embrace opportunities in my life. And so what I've noticed is that anxiety has three faces, too little anxiety, too much anxiety, and just enough anxiety. And each has significant consequences on our life and on our leadership, our ability to deal with patients and the like we can talk about each one of those.
0: Yeah. So I'm curious about too little anxiety. Again, coming from a medical model, we would think that is a good thing to not be anxious, but you're saying not necessarily.
1: Well, you know, it's kind of counterintuitive, but too little anxiety is the face of complacency. It's about contentment, the status quo, believing the good times will continue forever. Too little anxiety has to do with not asking the tough questions in our life It has to do with not confronting the tough challenges. There's a lack of urgency. We might avoid conflict. We tend to live in a bubble. I don't think we want our physicians to be living with too little anxiety. It really breeds mediocrity, slowness. There's ineffective energy. If I have a doc coming at me with a diagnosis or running down the hall to try to fix me in the hospital, I don't want them to have too little anxiety. I want them to have just enough. So that's not a good thing.
0: But how about too much?
1: Well, too much is what we typically think of when we think of anxiety, but it's really too much anxiety. And that's the face of fear. It's about tension and chaos. It's about being impatient. It's about being bottled up with our emotions or wearing our emotions on our sleeve. And in settings where People interact with each other in conversation and relationships. Anxiety is contagious. And so that affects morale in units, in the hospital, in offices. It increases stress. And that's not good either. So what the book is really about is how do you find that middle ground, that just enough anxiety that stretches people and stretches yourself so that you're better tomorrow than you are today? It's really the source of our energy, positive energy.
0: And certainly can think about more global problems in healthcare and the whole delivery system in the United States. We should be having some anxiety, I would
1: think. Well, I think that's a good thing. If you talk to the CEOs of Ford Motor Company or Novartis, the pharmaceutical company, or GlaxoSmithKline or any number of organizations, they think very differently. You know, the Chinese symbol for change means crisis and it also means opportunity. And how they look at change and uncertainty is very, very different. They see it as a fact of life. They don't become too attached to stability. They kind of recognize that the world changes every time they breathe. And so they recognize that life is about ups and downs and that you can't be too attached to pleasure and avoid discomfort. And you've got to be able to feel the full emotional aspect of life, the confusion, the pain, the discomfort, the insecurity. And they see change as not as a crisis to be avoided, but as an opportunity to learn and grow. And it doesn't change our ambitions or our goals. It just fundamentally changes our relationship to change and uncertainty. And that's a really good thing. And I think that would be very healthy in healthcare environments because it's inevitable that every time we breathe, the world changes in healthcare.
0: If you're just joining us, you're listening to the Clinicians Roundtable on ReachMD XM One Fifty Seven the channel for medical professionals. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunt, your host, and with me today is Dr. Bob Rosen. We are discussing his latest book, Just Enough Anxiety. Now, Bob, most physicians are leaders, uh, whether they want to be or not, within their organizations. You talk about three leadership paradoxes in your book. What are
1: those? The reason that leadership paradoxes are so important is that in a simple world that is one-dimensional, You can think in a linear way, but in a complex world that's multifaceted, you have to be able to hold opposing viewpoints or characteristics in your mind at the same time, a paradox. So the first one is realistic optimism. Realistic optimism is being able to be completely focused on reality, to tell the truth about your strengths and your shortcomings, what's working and not working, the customers, the patients, their families, the marketplace, and the like. And when you combine realism with optimism, which is hopefulness and aspiration and a positive, optimistic attitude, one plus one is three. And people love to be led by realistic and optimistic leaders. The second one is constructive impatience. This is about creating a healthy environment for people where they can trust each other where they feel respected, where it is fair, but that the leader is always raising the bar, helping people become comfortable with being uncomfortable and stretching into the unknown. And the last one is confident humility. And I find that some of the best leaders in hospitals really exhibit this ability to be confident, to own their power, to hold on to their values, yet to be humble enough to listen and learn from other people. I remember doing an interview with the CEO of MedStar, an organization that owns Georgetown Hospital and the Washington Hospital Center, and his name is Ken Samet. And he's a, both a great teacher and a great learner. And I find that that confident humility becomes so important to building trust and getting commitment from people. So those are the three paradoxes, and my new book lays them out pretty clearly with assessments and how-tos and stories of leaders who actually are doing that well.
0: And it speaks to some of the problems in healthcare environments between physicians and nurses, physicians and front office people, how to manage those sort of power imbalances for the greater good.
1: Yeah, Well, you know, it's interesting. It's a high-stress environment, and people are naturally bumping up against one another in order to deliver a great service to patients and families. And because anxiety is contagious, when you're living with too little anxiety, you're not asking the tough questions and challenging people enough. And when you're living with too much anxiety, you're pushing people too hard. It's like a rubber band. If you pull too hard, it breaks. And so how do you sort of live with and create just enough anxiety? Because we naturally move back and forth between too little, just enough, and too much all the time as people. And the really successful leaders know how to course correct, and they know when to turn up and turn down the heat in the organization. And one of the secrets, I think, to success in the healthcare environments is true authenticity and honesty and respect. In relationships.
0: Now, any closing thoughts, Bob, about how physicians can use your material to benefit our patients and our practices?
1: Really concentrating on developing an open mind, which is a real commitment to understanding yourself and a commitment to reinventing your leadership every day, and also developing an open heart. And that means not only empathy and compassion, but being emotionally honest as a person and also to be resilient, to bounce back in the face of change and stress. And so changing the way we think about ourselves, taking a positive look at how we look at change and uncertainty, seeing anxiety as a positive and powerful force in your life, and then leading with those three paradoxes. So all four of those changes of mindset will go a long way to becoming a more effective leader.
0: And again, I think your original point is well taken, that anxiety in itself is not a bad thing.
1: No, anxiety is a healthy emotion. It sits inside of us. It sits in the gap between our current situation and our desired future. And anxiety needs to be turned into energy. And we want to turn it into productive energy. And with too little anxiety, we have Not enough energy in ourselves, and with too much, we have chaotic energy. So, the question is. How do you turn that anxiety, that healthy emotion into productive energy?
0: And too, as you're talking, I'm thinking this not only applies to leaders, but certainly to our direct work with patients. If we can turn their anxiety into behavior change examples, you know, the hardest things that I have in my practice are getting people to lose weight, stop smoking, stop drinking, that sort of thing that to harness that energy into helping them change for the better makes a lot of sense.
1: Yeah, I think that's a very good point you know, everybody is living in that gap between their current reality and their desired future, whether they're choosing to lose weight or to improve their physical fitness or to grapple with a new diagnosis with a health problem. And I mean, our job as health professionals is to help them manage and use their anxiety for positive purposes. You don't want somebody who's been diagnosed with a heart disease or cancer to not have any anxiety. That is not a good thing because anxiety is what drives us to do what is best for us and to make the changes in our lives to take care of ourselves during times of difficulty.
0: Well, thank you so much for being on our show today. My pleasure. We've been talking with Dr. Robert Rosen, the author of Just Enough Anxiety, about how to maybe rethink the place that anxiety fits in your life. I'm Dr. Leslie Lunt. You've been listening to the Clinician's Roundtable on ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. To listen to our on-demand library, please visit us at reachmd.com. If you register with the promo code RADIO, you'll receive six months of free streaming for your home and or your office. If you have comments or questions or suggestions, give us a ring at 888 md XM 157. Thank you for listening.